Hello and welcome at the PAVE podcast created for the professional working to end the violence against women and children. I'm Aliana, your host, and today I'm honored to announce that Olivia Crescenti is here to inspire us today. Olivia is a student at McGill University in Montreal, Canada, about to graduate with a BSc in Microbiology and Immunology. Science aside, her greatest passion lies in creating safe spaces for girls and women to embrace and love their true authentic selves. She hopes to dedicate her life to understanding the human experience and empowering young girls to stand up and find the power of their voice. Olivia is also a senior intern at I Am That Girl and has been involved with the organization for over two years. I Am That Girl is an organization helping girls to transform self-doubt into self-love by providing a safe space to connect and have honest conversations about things that matter. Every day, girls are bombarded with messages that attack what she is not. And they work every day to help her love who she is, to see that in herself and inspire that in others. I'm the girl is shifting girl culture, raising the standards for how girls treat themselves, each other, and the world. By building a community for girls to be seen, be heard, and belong. They are giving them something bigger than themselves to stand for and creating a healthier, more powerful world. Welcome to the PAVE podcast, Olivia. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, of course. So first of all, thank you, Eliana, for having me. Um, first and foremost, I would say that I am a student at McGill University here in Montreal, Canada. Um, I'm currently about to complete my Bachelor's of Science in Microbiology and Immunology, like you said. In terms of kind of what I do for I Am That Girl, uh, I've always been someone who really had I like to say had passion bursting from the seams Um, and coming out of high school where I'd led so many communities and uh, committees and was super engaged. I just always felt pulled to really transform that passion that I had into action. Um, And growing up, I was super fortunate to be taught the value of my own voice um, and encouraged to use mine as loudly as I could. Uh, So this led me to start working with I Am That Girl, and I've been on uh, the local chapter program team for two years now, and I am so fortunate to have found a community like I Am That Girl where we focus on two of what what I would say are my biggest passions, one being empowerment uh, of young girls and the second being connection between humans. Uh, And we're really all about forming true connections by girls for girls. Uh, That's really big for us in terms of shifting girl culture. So I guess in terms of telling you a bit about myself, I would say that today I am both a full-time student uh, and a senior intern working for I Am That Girl. Uh, Two things that are super important to me. And how did you get involved with I Am That Girl? So it's kind of a little, it's a little bit of a story, Um, one that I didn't necessarily know what I was getting into. I was looking for somewhere to write, uh, somewhere to write like in the form of a blog that coincided with my passions and and things that I was, that were super important to me. Uh, And I came across I Am That Girl on social media and coming from a high school, we were a very small high school that was all girls. Uh, And we always had a community family vibe and something like that where you can make true important connections with people is was has always been really important to me. So I came across I am that girl on social media and I just immediately knew that this was the organization for me. This was someone uh, an organization that I wanted to dedicate myself to. Uh, So I started writing for them for 
I'd say it must be about two and a half years ago now. Um, so I wrote for I'm That Girl for about a year and a half, and I still do, um, not as regularly as I used to. Uh, and then last year, I got hired for the intern team for the local chapter program team. And basically what we do is that, um, so at I'm That Girl, we focus on creating safe spaces for girls through what we call chapters on high school and college campuses. Um, so my team manages and empowers and works with the girls face-to-face that are taking the initiative to be leaders on their campuses and in, within their communities. Uh, so we work with the girls to really make sure that they're, they feel fully confident and fully equipped to take on that leadership role uh, and to empower the girls in their communities as well. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of a bit how I got involved. And um, why are you so passionate about empowering young girls to stand up and find the power of their voice? I mean, I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I feel like it's such a big and loaded question. Um, it's been important to me for as long as I can remember. Really, as I mentioned, I was very empowered as a young child, and I feel so lucky um, to have been because I know that the majority of people aren't, especially young girls. Because um, actually, I was watching Super Soul Sunday yesterday with Oprah, and yeah, is my she's my favorite, and um, Glennon Doyle Melton was on. And she said, and she's one of my favorite authors, and she said that girls are taught to be small, pretty, and quiet. Um, and that really hit me because it's so true. And so, like I said, I mean, I feel very, very fortunate to have been empowered and encouraged as a young girl to really find my voice and use it. Um, but like I said, we were also taught that that is not the case for most girls worldwide. And so I think that it just fueled this passion in me and this rage that I was like, why does not everyone have this experience? And that's not to say that my childhood wasn't without its fair share of, of obstacles and, um, and I've had to, you know, overcome things, of course, just like everyone has. Um, but I think, like I said, I was so lucky. And then taking that passion that built as I was empowered, uh, I've really tried as hard as I can for, I mean, to this point, to really focus that on um, creating that environment for girls around me as well, as much as I can. And the I Am The Girl, um, That Girl um, organization, it's pretty big. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? For sure. So we <laughs> have over, I mean, it's incredible how much. It's how, an understatement, how pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very, we've grown to be huge. Um, <laughs> Over a million girls on Instagram, um, not only girls, I mean boys as well, uh, and girls ranging from all ages. We have a very big following on Instagram as well as on Facebook and on Twitter um, and really all the social medias. We have reached, I believe, over 32 countries now, which is incredible. So we really are worldwide. Um, and I believe as of last week or a couple of weeks ago, we reached 270 chapters worldwide, which is incredible. I mean, to think that when I first joined two years ago, I think that we weren't, we weren't even at 100 yet. I don't even think we were at 100 chapters a year and a half ago. So to think, you know, the growth that we've made in the last year and a half is really incredible and so inspiring too. Um, and I mean, I'm just so honored to be part of this community, whether it's as an intern, but really just as a member at large as well. Do you have any insight about how it is possible that you have grown so much in such a short time? 
For, I mean, I think that what we do is extremely novel and is very rare as well. Um, just because one thing that we really believe at I Am That Girl and know through personal experience is that we really are living in an epidemic of self-doubt, whether that is at school, um, at work, within friendships, within personal relationships, whatever, or even just within ourselves. Um, we really have been taught as girls to take everything that's happening to us and believe that it's because of us and believe that we're not doing things right um, and believe that we're not enough. So we really do believe that we're in that epidemic of self-doubt and we know that the only way to transform that is to turn it into an epidemic of self-love instead um, and just propagating our movement of shifting girl culture through honest conversations. I think what we do best um, and something that definitely sets us apart is that not only the fact that it's all by girls, you know, that's, that's one thing that's huge. We range from girls 14 to 22 worldwide. Um, but I think that another thing that really sets us apart is that we're, we enable girls to really be honest with themselves, to be honest with the girls around them and to have true conversations. You know, we don't, we don't do, we laugh about it, but we don't do surface level conversations. We don't like talking about the weather. We don't like talking about homework. Um, we really like to delve into the deep things, you know, the things that have made you who you are. Um, whether those are struggles that you've had to face or achievements that you really want to celebrate, uh, we're all about, you know, helping each other through both the, the peaks of the mountains and the valleys. Um, and I think that that, you know, is definitely, like I said, something that makes us so special. And I mean, we are really, it's such a family vibe at I Am That Girl. We're a huge community, but it feels so small because of the really true and honest relationships that we make between all the girls, for sure. And is there something uh, that you or I Am That Girl is trying to accomplish at the moment, working on, or is there something special going on? I think that, I mean, we're always working on certain things. And as an intern, I'm not, I'm not always privy to the, you know, all of the big events that we're holding because that's one thing that um, the headquarter team is also incredible at is uh, they, they make sure that the interns get to experience it as community members as well. Um, but we're always working on a lot of things. The main thing that is always kind of a theme is, is working to not only expand the community uh, and propagate our movement as, as much as we can, but also really just making sure that we're supporting the girls uh, within the community as best as we can, um, working on finding new tools to, be to better to support them, uh, working to help to empower as many girls as we can. Just this past October, we had a huge event called Girl, 27, uh, Girl 2016. It was in Los Angeles, and we had a bunch of motiv motivational speakers come. Uh, one of our co-founders, Alexis Jones, was present. We did a lot of team building and leadership exercises, and we had 300 girls fly in worldwide, and it was really incredible. So it really is just all about creating those spaces to connect um, and spaces to empower and teach girls to take that leadership position and then uh, find self-love for themselves, but then really just spread that to everyone else in their communities. Beautiful. <laughs> well, and uh, for you personally, um, when you are old and are looking back to your life, what do you want to have accomplished? What is the desired outcome of your work? What, because you are an intern now, but what is your goal for the future? 
I mean, I feel like I, I would honestly be lying if I told you I had it all figured out because I really uh -huh. don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm 22 and I feel like I've, I've, you know, already done a lot of things, but yeah. there are so many things that I really want to dedicate my life to. Um, I'm definitely, I mean, science has always been something that's really important to me, but psychology I've found is really um, where my, my passion lies. And I believe that that stems from really just wanting to understand human connection and human experience and the way that we work, uh, the way that our emotions work, because you know what, I'm that girl, we center on really bringing out those emotions and then using them to fuel us and, and, um, grounding ourselves in, in everything that we feel, uh, and really taking off that mask, you know, of the facade that we put up every day in, within our communities. So I think that it's really about that, you know, and whether that's working as a psychologist, uh, working in the nonprofit sector, which is, has become extremely important to me. Uh, it's really just about, I would say, empowerment, especially for young girls um, and, and connection between humans. That's at the end of the day, wherever it leads me, that for me is definitely what I want to be working in. Wow. Is there a way uh, the listener or I can support I Am That Girl in any way? For sure. I mean, there's so many ways we, you know, you can find us all over social media. Um, just it's at I am that girl. Uh, we also have a website, www.iamthatgirl.com, where you can read all about us. Uh, you can find out more about our chapter program. You can find out more ways to get involved. We're always looking for girls, um, especially, you know, within the ages of 14 to 22. But really, we're open to all ages um, that really want to get involved and, and shift girl culture with us. It's really really important um that like i said you know we really start to uh give ourselves permission to take off the mask and give ourselves permission to be fully honest and vulnerable and raw um, about the things that we've been through and then in turn giving others permission to be that back to us um, so yeah, I would say definitely check us out on social media, get involved as much as you can on Tuesdays. Uh, every Tuesday we have an Instagram chat called me Tuesday. And so one of our, uh, team members will post a bunch of questions on our Instagram and we have hundreds of girls come and exchange answers and talk to each other and reply to each other. And it's really just a huge family community. Um, so definitely, you know, if you want to get involved, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. I will put the links in the show notes. Um, you've been working for two years now at I Am That Girl and probably have so many experiences over there. And I was wondering, have you experienced something that changed the way you look at things? For sure. I mean, there are, I would say that there's, I mean, there's been so many of them at this point, but um, because, you know, our, the girls that are in the community really are the heartbeat of I Am That Girl. Um, our leaders are the reason that we do what we do. Um, and I would say that professionally in terms of, you know, meeting with the girls, I mean, I learn new things every single day. I'm fortunate enough to be able to speak to all these girls worldwide um, and to learn from them. It's really incredible you know, when you have a 14 year old girl who is, who has already been through so much, we have girls that have been through everything, you know, on all ends of the spectrum. Um, but the running theme is that all of these girls just want to change their lives, want to change the lives of the girls within their community. And so I can't really point out an individual conversation because they are really all such superheroes. Um, 
but I would say that, I mean, I, I just feel so empowered every single day. And then in terms of personally, I mean, the relation, like I said, you know, we focus on fostering really important and true, meaningful conversations. Um, and I do believe that that is like the secret, the, the sweet spot to unlocking meaningful relationships. And I mean, I can say that personally, the relationships that I've made through I Am That Girl are, are things that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. They mean everything to me, you know, the girls within this community. So, I mean, it, it really is just so empowering. I could talk about, you know, how I Am That Girl has changed me for hours. I, you wouldn't be able to stop me. Huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just been so many incredible moments. And um, is there something going on right now? Uh, it can be um, personal regarding empower uh, women empowerment or professionally that is, or in the media or anything that is worrying you uh, at the moment, where you worry about most? Is there For sure. Um, I mean, there's there's so many things, but I think that one thing that's really important to me is uh, the fact that as, I mean, as girls, you know, like I said, we've always been made to feel very small. Um, and we kind of, it's like we're little dolls that you can put it in a pocket or that you can, you know, keep hidden in a square um, and we're not allowed to expand out of it. Uh, and I think that for me, I mean, whether this is in terms of raising awareness for all the issues that women and girls face, whether it's in terms of diversity um, on school campuses, uh, in politics, any, any, in any verse that you can possibly think of. Um, I really think that the most important issue would be to really empower girls to find themselves and to recognize how powerful they are intrinsically, not just how powerful they are if they work at it, but all of us are born powerful. Um, and it really is about unlocking that within ourselves and, and then being able to use that, um, and then use that to then follow our passions, whatever they are, you know, whether that's, um, in raising awareness against domestic violence, whether that is on our school campuses, whether that is just even within our, our group of friends, you know, it really is just, um, about empowering ourselves and empowering girls to be taught that, like I said, we are all innately powerful and all of our voices deserve to be heard, uh, no matter what platform you choose to, to speak through. Talking about voices, you already mentioned two of the people, well, that inspire you, but do you have a few more that inspire you? Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I mean, I have, there are so many women in my life that inspire me. My mother that I could never go without mentioning my mother because she is one of the strongest women I've ever met in my life. Um, and she inspires me every single day as the woman that she is. Uh, my grandmother as well. I think that I get a lot of my innate abilities from my grandmother because she was the only woman in her university graduating class. And this is my grandmother's 91. So she's, you know, she's very old. <laughs> and women weren't, women weren't getting bachelor's degree back then. Um, so definitely my mother and my grandmother. And then, I mean, in terms of professionally, there's so many women. My bosses inspire me every single day, as well as uh, the girls that I'm so fortunate to work with. I mean, all of them. My team in general is just, they're just a bunch of superhero, uh, superheroes, not only for the organization, but for me personally as well. Um, and, and I would say in terms of someone who really inspires me as like an author or something, I mean, I already mentioned Glennon Doyle Melton, but 
Cheryl Strait for me will always be uh, the most incredible woman. And Oprah. I could go on for ages. I mean, <laughs> that inspire me. Yes, Oprah. I, so can, I can relate <laughs> to that. Um, did you recently read a book that inspired you? Oh, yes. I mean, I read, I feel like I read all the time and everyone makes fun of me because most of the books that I read are like the self-help kind. So I don't, you know, I, I moved from like fiction as a young girl to really moving into self-help and, and inspiring books. Um, anything by Brene Brown. Like I said, anything by Cheryl Strayed. I mean, Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed will always be my favorite book, I think. And if you haven't read it, I would recommend it to everybody because it's basically accumulation of um, a lot of her answers that she had written uh, when she had a blog called Dear Sugar. And there are stories from across the globe in terms of, um, and as well as, you know, across all the different issues that a human can experience, but she finds a way through her answers to tie it to anybody. So whoever you are, you know, you would definitely relate to most of the passages in the book. And I mean, all of my inspiring quotes are from there. So she really is incredible. Well, talking about quotes, can you share one <laughs> that will encourage the listener? For sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is hard. I have so many. Uh, if you look in my copy of, it's definitely going to be Cheryl Strayed. But if you look in my copy of Tiny Beautiful Things, it's covered in highlights and notes in the margins. Um, what's my favorite one? I have the same with a psychology book of Donald Dutton. It's only yellow. <laughs> oh, exactly. And I love that when you can really just delve into a book like yes. that. Um, My favorite quote. Okay, I do have one that I have a chalkboard in my room that's been there for years, and this quote was probably on it for the longest. Um, it would be by Cheryl Strayed, and it says, uh, let whatever mysterious starlight that guided you this far guide you onward into the crazy beauty that awaits. Wow, that's right. really beautiful. It's, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm going to read her books now. It's, it's just incredible. And I mean, and that quote in general has really just inspired me and inspires me every day to, you know, really just believe that there's a reason you are where you are um, and just keep following it. Because I think that at the end of the day, we all know what it is that we're meant to be following deep down throughout, you know, after we get through all the layers. So it really is just about following that. Um, yeah. And I think she's incredible for sure. I think you are incredible. I really love talking to you Thank it's really you. a shame that we are already at the end of the episode so sad <laughs> well let's hang, hang out again I, and for a future episode of the podcast i really would like to do uh, know what you're going to do next <laughs> sure i'd love that Keep yeah, i can talk to you for hours for sure yes this is really amazing <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much. You can find the show notes, links and references at www.professionalsagainstviolence.com slash blog. If you like this episode, please give it a rating in the iTunes store. We come back shortly with a new episode of the PAVE podcast. Until then, bye-bye.